relax. We are back. Welcome to another episode of New and Improved. I'm Albert, and I am a huge meat eater. I've eaten every type of animal that is legally allowed to be fed to humans. So when my old friend and DJ buddy, Chris, decided to open up his very vegan restaurant and food truck, he was kind enough to come over and bring some of his crave-worthy dishes for me and my roommate to see if we could actually tell the difference. We talked about his journey to veganism, the challenges of the restaurant industry, and how people are reacting to this very unique restaurant concept. So sit back, grab a brewski, and enjoy my interview with Chris Cole. Hello. 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 Yo, yo. Testing testicles. One, two, three. So this is the first official podcast where we had more than one person, or more than two people, because last time I wasn't around. You weren't around. So we have, who do we have? Uh, Travis Lowe. And we have... Christopher Owen Cole. Owen Cole from... Uh, Good Eats Inc. Oh, I guess I was going to say Saskatoon, but yeah, if you want to keep promoting the restaurant, go ahead. (laughs) Forefront, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. And so today we are, and Travis is my roommate, and we are going to be trying different types of, is this, it's plant-based food or is this truly vegan food? It's truly vegan plant-based food. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't it's, really know what the difference is. It's all derived. Between. Yeah. Plant-based. We, at Good Eats, we don't really push the word vegan so much. Um, <clears throat> it has a lot of, uh, political undertone, I think with vegan cause the vegan lifestyle is like very specific. Yeah. And you know, I think it turns people off to even giving us a try. So we don't really use it that much in our, in our, in our mm-hmm. branding. We, it's good crave really plant-based eats. So we don't, uh, we try not to push the whole political end of the veganism, <laughs> which is a very important issue to me mm-hmm. personally. But you just don't want to, but, but you, you know, we're vegan from a marketing standpoint, from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. And that, and I just, I, you know, I want people to give us a try not because we're vegan. I want to, Give us a try because our food's just bomb. Yeah, it's just good food. It's not a good substitute. It's just a good tasting. Yeah, but everything on your plate right now is is um, is entirely. Explain to us which one we should be eating first, and well, which I don't know. This one looks kind of off to the side there. Yeah, that's the. um, Is that the chicken burger? No, that's the. Okay, so this I'll explain this one really quick. You guys can dig in. Which one am I looking at? So this one is this this is a product we bring in, and it's called the Beyond Burger. No, I'm gonna go with. Uh, wait, I think you, yeah, that one right okay. there. So that's our, that's our cheeseburger. It tastes like a beef burger. Yeah. It tastes like a beef burger. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that is a product called, uh, from a company called beyond meat. We are one of the f- first three in Canada to start carrying it. Um, it's getting pretty readily available throughout the city now. Um, but that one is like a mimic of beef mm-hmm. and that one has 20 grams of protein per patty. Uh, it's gluten-free, soy-free, uh, higher than, higher in iron. The, and so it, they, they base it on a quarter patty, quarter patty to beef. Okay. It's got more protein. It's got more iron. It's cholesterol free, zero hormones. <clears throat> it's hmm. made out of mostly pea protein, but there's like beet juice in it. And, uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. There's uh, there's about I think seven trillion molecules in beef, and they do the amount of research and money they put in to try and pick out the main taste molecules to kind of coincide with the I think nine thousand taste buds that we have. But it's even texture too. Hey? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's not it, just it, taste, it, and it's... it literally cooks like a burger. Like it starts to bleed. No way, because <laughs> of the beef juice. Yeah, yeah. So what does it look like? Raw? Does it, look it looks like like, a, like exactly like ground beef? No way. They like, do that on exactly. purpose. Yeah, yeah. To make it. I think a lot. I think the mission with a lot of these companies now. There's another company. Uh, my girlfriend and I flew down to New York to try was the Impossible Burger, which is another company uh, that Bill Gates is heavily. Invested. You told me about one of them. Yeah, early. this is this is their competition. They snuck into the Canadian market. Uh, I think they were a little ahead of the game, um, but uh, I, th- you know, with them, I think they're trying to replace. If you really think of. The main causes, um, especially in North America, when it comes to mass manufacturing of, of animal byproducts or mm-hmm. beef or whatever, it's definitely fast food chains. You know, like right. every fast food chain is surrounded by a fast food chain. Man, I'll tell you, <laughs> I've always said I'm like the the hardest guy to fool. Yeah, yeah, you're a meat guy. I remember real the meat guy eating frog legs. And <laughs> that is that's something. No, I'll tell you, it is. If you if we just sat at a restaurant and they put that down and I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I was just having a conversation. I would not 
pick that out as a non-beef burger. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty amazing product. Now, I find with this product, it is it it really only works in this application as a burger. It has a burger taste. You know, I, I don't know if I would make you know taco meat or a bolognese have sauce. You, have you it. tried that? We we've tried to screw around a little bit, but it, it's it's a good burger, and that's where we're just going to leave it at. With the impossible burger, with the impossible ground beef that mm-hmm. should be hitting Canadian market soon, it's a it's a lot cleaner. It's a more cleaner mm-hmm. tasting beef. So beef mock, I should say, like right. you know. So I <clears throat> we. We're on the list to get it, so I think when that comes in, we'll be doing like hard shell tacos and you know, is this balls a, and is this a gluten free bun? No, okay. no, 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 no. We are getting gluten free buns. How dare you? Yeah, but right now I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no offense to celiacs or people with intolerance, but that's not yeah. really our main focus. You know, our main focus is definitely um, environmental, ethically sourced products. So for your for your vegan folks. <laughs> I can understand, sorry, from the meat eaters that you would want to brand it as tasting like meat yeah, and, and these yeah. things. But from a vegan perspective, like, do they care? That, do they even want to have something that's called a burger or chicken? Or, like, why is there this, like... That's a, that's a really, really good question. Uh, and we get a lot of that in the restaurant, obviously, you know, for the amount of customers we serve. And I'd say our, our customer base is pretty 50-50. Huh. You know, like we, we have a lot of people, you know, we're tucked away in a neighborhood, so we do get a lot of community support or you're going to get, you know, a family of four and the daughter's the vegan and, you know, she's trying to get mom and dad to give it a world and it's her turn to pick. So mm-hmm. we get a lot of newbies in there trying out the food. You know, Brad Wall's been in a couple times wow. trying the food. His daughter actually works for us. So, and he loves it. You know, we've had Charlie Clark came in and he, he loved the food too. And, uh, Dale McKay came in this week for the first time. Like it's the, nice to see people you, you know, respect, respect. Yeah. And it, especially, you know, especially Dale too, you know, he said value the, the food. Was, yeah, I value, absolutely. I value his, his opinion and Nathan's too. Nathan's been a couple times and Justin from Nosh, like we're mm-hmm. all supporting each other. And, um, they say they, they, they say they love it. You know, mm-hmm. obviously I don't think they'd say that they hate it to my face, but <laughs> yeah, I don't care what their blogs say. I like your food, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it's nice to get validation from people that are not necessarily vegans, mm-hmm, you right. know, and, um, and we're doing our best to, uh, I don't, I don't want to say break conditioning, but definitely match that conditioning, you know, as all of us growing up as kids were conditioned to eat meat and dairy and have a glass of milk. Yeah, you grew up a meat eater. Absolutely. I, I ate meat up until eight years ago, mm-hmm. and I was a heavy meat eater, like tons, you know? Like I like I said, I was with Earl's for 17 years, <laughs> you know? And it, it, it's, it's hard to use up a contra, uh, you yeah. know, as part, you know, you get a contra budget every year to, you know, eat food and... and Without and, eating the beautiful meat products. Yeah, I had ribs... You know, a couple times a week, steak a couple times a week, bigger, better burgers. So if you eat a, a like uh, a rack of ribs now, are you nauseous or? I would never do it, but I, you, I, I don't know. I don't. So know. I would probably get pretty sick. Do you tear so up? I just wouldn't do it. We I don't. Do you tear up? <laughs> <laughs> So eight years ago, like what, uh, what flipped the switch? What, uh, um, you know, I just, you know, I started watching documentaries and I've always loved animals. You know, I've always felt I had a deep connection and affinity for just understanding that they are just like we are. It's just our perception of them. You know what I mean? A dog is like a pig. It's just your mm-hmm. perception of it. He got the pig ended up getting the short end of the stick on this planet. And, uh, and, and a lot of byproduct too of, um, of the agriculture itself is it's acidifying our oceans. It's a huge cause of deforestation, especially down South and rainforest areas. Um, the methane emission, uh, that the, the footprint alone of raising and slaughtering 9.3 to 9.5 billion animals a year is, um, not it's that. not sustainable, and the amount of emission is about seventeen percent of our total carbon emission, which is more than the entire transportation put together, which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, you, you know, you have these stats just like in your lobby of your restaurant. <laughs> no, we like it's, again, we don't really try and push it there. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to create. I just wanted to really create a a restaurant that was just like rad that mm-hmm. I can play music that I like, you know, and, and, you know, brand it in a way that I wanted to and, and hire the staff that I wanted to. But at the end of the day, no morally, 
Been every day I'm waking up and I'm, I'm contributing to hopefully changing some people's minds that yeah. if they go vegan, that doesn't mean they have to cut out like fried chicken and waffles and mac and cheese and greasy burgers mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we really, we, I think I could have went the route of like tofu and leafy greens mm-hmm. and grass clippings, which I think most people think, think vegans it, eat, yeah. but we didn't, we, we, we went the opposite way. We went comfort, fanfare, fast food. Like my goal for good in the future would be like, a McDonald's or Shake Shack of like vegan right. food, you know? So how much really, is, how much is the burger? Um, it varies. Um, right now, you know, our costs are a lot higher because we're so small. We don't really have the purchasing power, but I think as we grow, we'll be able to bring a lot of these pricing down and get a lot more competitive with maybe not McDonald's, but maybe your A&Ws and your Fuddruckers and stuff like that. But a, a burger and fries at our restaurant can cost anywhere from like 14, 50 to 20 bucks. Okay, which so isn't too bad. What did we? Yeah. What did we have? Because it's a burger and fries. Is, the, is that the regular combo? Yeah, or burger and onion rings or poutine and or whatever. So that um, that thing <clears throat> we just had would be what? 15, uh, well, okay. So you had the Beyond cheeseburger, yeah. which the cheeseburger is about nine seventy five, and that's with our regular. Oh, good, that's not bad. That, that's with our regular veggie patty, yeah. which you're gonna try. But you can upgrade your burger to the Beyond patty for three seventy five. Oh, okay, uh, so it's twelve. 13 yeah, bucks like ish. 13 bucks. Yeah. Okay. But it's a hearty burger. And so which one is the one we're having now? Okay. I would, I would try the good burger with just our, this is our, um, That's just our seasoned good patty, which is like, it's got like barley mushrooms. So it's a little bit, bit, it's not trying to mimic, but it's pretty close still okay. to, let's yeah. try that. And do you guys make this on your own? Mm-hmm. So you make that patty. All right, man, if I throw up, I'm going to sue this guy. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It doesn't have the uh, the same taste as that other burger. No, no, right, no. But it's, 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 it's it tastes like that other burger had like some meat fat kind of mm-hmm. or the juice of a meat. Yeah, it was just coconut oil. With that other one, that's what the fat is in it. Mm. So you know what? Some people really prefer this one over the other one. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people prefer. You know, the, 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 that meatiness, you know, like I, I personally, I do prefer the beyond. Like I'm a, I'm, I was a big meat eater. I miss mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I miss that, you know? So that was, uh, it was exciting to get that product in. Cause I knew that guys like my dad and you know, his friends would come in for something like that, mm-hmm. you know, which he does <laughs> a couple times a week. <clears throat> yeah. I think I, uh, I think I like the Beyond Burger, but I love veggie burgers. Yeah, in general. it's a so good. It's a. I'm still the best veggie burger that isn't Beyond Meat that yeah. I've had. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> people always try to give me their <clears throat> veggie burgers, and I, sometimes I'll try it at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I would eat that. Yeah, and so we what we do is we have um, we have different features of, of burgers. So we have obviously the good burger, the cheeseburger. We do like a pesto party burger. We got a like bourbon barbecue burger, which is like house made bar- bourbon barbecue sauce with onion rings and coleslaw and our chili dilly pickles. So we have different variations of burgers that you can try. We have mm-hmm. we have five right now that we serve mm-hmm. out of the restaurant. Yeah, and then out of the truck, we're going to be doing a specialty burger too. Yeah, so. So cooking this, <clears throat> just frying it or putting it on a grill? That's a secret. There will be stuff I won't talk about. What do you think? Since you took over the old Prairie Harvest Yeah, slash, we, we redid it. We redid so is kitchen. it a closed kitchen then? Nope, it's open kitchen, but you can't see what we're doing unless you really get in there. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Really? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't like, look over the shelf here and just over the wall? And- you could. You could. <laughs> but we make it very awkward for you. <laughs> what are you doing now? Now I'm wondering, like, there's yeah. only a few ways to heat up food. Or are you yeah. even heating it up? Or are you just using some sort of... Can we'll, you just stick we'll, it in the microwave, man? We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> no, it's... it's it, How we cook our food is very important to us. It took a lot of, like, trial and error mm-hmm. uh, to really get it to the point where, like, this is it. Because you, you went to chef school. Oh, I took Sask apprenticeship for right. professional cooking. Yeah, I worked under a, uh, a chef at Earl's, Shane Zadunik and Jordan Evans, mm-hmm. um, and then just challenged on my own. Um, but um, Jordan Evans is now my partner and chef. Yeah, so, and actually, I got another chef, uh, Pete Laterno, that I worked with Earl's forever. So I got like the whole 
old school like eight wow. town with me right now with the restaurant and they see that it is a good product and that there is a lot of growth for it in this market you know like veganism is a huge trend mm-hmm. and uh and there's a difference between a trend and a fad mm-hmm. fads go away trends break off into wherever they're going to go with you know within that trend whether it's raw vegan taken off or comfort food but right now <clears throat> there's always going to be room for this type of food mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you're hungover or you're tired or you're in a, in a hurry this food we can get out really quick right mm-hmm. so it's it's got some convenience to it so you know we are on skip the dishes we do have a takeout counter at the restaurant plus you can dine in and have a beer and mm-hmm. hang out so it's it's kind of versatile that way. So where when do you find your peak times? Are you do you have like a lunch rush? Yeah, we get a big lunch rush. We get a big dinner rush. Um, we, late nights really starting to pick up right now. Um, how open, how late are you open? We're open at 10 p.m. right now. We open at 11:30 for lunch. Um, that'll change probably around June. We'll probably end open up early. open a little earlier and a little later. Mm-hmm. You know, just get, you know, get pe- make sure people are enjoying those days. Have a patio? We have a patio. We just opened on Friday. Oh, we redid it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have uh, thirty seats out there. Nice. Yeah, all brand new furniture, restained everything, new string lights. How many people do you have staffed during your supper rush? Uh, well, we have two and a clerk that takes just deals with takeout and skip. Okay, and then with the patio, we'll probably have three servers. Okay, yeah, like it's it's a we have sixty five seats in the restaurant. Wow, we can really utilize the space. So you guys have it's like bar you it out sometimes. Uh, we've yeah, we've definitely been packed for sure. Wow. Yeah, okay. Saturdays can get pretty crazy. Like you, there's a wait for nice. sure, um, but it's it's hit or miss, man. Like we're still a pretty new business, so yeah. and we really haven't done that much promotion right. uh, outside of our social mediums. Yeah, but um, it's been good. We've gotten you know, really good feedback with the food and obviously, you know, with the branding, uh, Roberta Barrington that works course, for yeah. you. Yeah. She, you know, she, 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 she saw, she took what was in my head and made it yeah. re- reality. And I'm really thankful for that. And, um, yeah, just with, um, um, just with the day to day stuff though, we're, you know, we're still kind of learning, you know, for sure. But you've had, you've worked, it's the background on you've worked, a long time in the restaurant industry. Yeah, so the restaurant you and I, bar industry. Yeah. You and I really started to connect when you phoned me to be the DJ of tequila. <laughs> yeah. Why did you bring that up? <laughs> I remember when we, I was in the grocery store when I was going out to a fishing trip, mm-hmm. and then we had the call, and I was in in co-op, and I knew that tequila was opening, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, that's good. And I remember I was just starting to like get back into it and yeah. I was doing the hose a couple times you were a rock star there man. and then but you said you wanted to pick DJs that were good that weren't like super known and like yeah. really burnt out from the scene and yeah. so then that was a perfect time because I, I know I attribute a lot of my late resurgence in my 30s of yeah. DJing because I was doing it a lot in my 20s yeah and I kind of stopped that. yeah and then you kind of brought me back and then and then we killed it for a few years yeah, at it was Tequila. Fun. It was yeah. great. It was funny. Yeah. And it's, it is it is what it is, right? Oh, you know? Dude, right. you know what? I'm not talking shit about any yeah. of those people. You know, it was an experience for me. Um, I learned a lot. I got to meet a lot of my favorite DJs and artists, yeah. you know, through that whole thing. And it, you know what? It, it, everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I I don't know if I'd be here if it wasn't for that. You for know sure. what I mean? Like, I went through opening tequila, which was, like, crazy. And that, did, re, did you, you open tequila? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did you even go into it when it was big? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, was the, I was the GM there. They brought me over from Earl's. Yeah. So I was throwing huge, massive parties at Earl's. Like, name some of the big guys that walked came through tequila. It was, it oh, was bananas. Fuck, we did uh, some. I you know, I won't say, but just for just pop culture sake, um, we did. We did uh, Polly D, Skrillex, Tommy Lee. We did Black Eyed Peas, T Pain, Ice Cube, uh, Ice Cube, Exhibit. Uh, we did Bam Margera. We did. Fuck. I remember designer drugs. We did uh, Calvin Harris, Mastercraft, Calvin Harris, laid back wow. Luke, laid back Luke. I don't know if I was there for laid back Luke, but I opened for laid back Luke. Yeah. It wasn't a huge night, but I just remember, man, that guy was awesome. 
Yeah, he was. They, they did some good shit after too that I I went and checked out some shows, but I, I needed a massive break after that. Like I moved on to uh, Captive. Yeah, you went to ca- you went yeah. to you worked at Captive Audience oh. for a while. Worked at Captive Audience for Got almost some marketing back four years. Yeah, and it was that again. You know, like you know, I know it didn't work out. I'm not a really pushy sales guy. No, but so. you watched the industry and it marketing yeah. digital. Yeah. it was everything all at yeah. once. And they're a good crew over there, man. Yeah, like I nice. like Solid the Klippensteins and you know it's just they're just good fucking people yeah and everybody does like them so yeah so that was a good experience I learned a lot about brand identity with them because that was part of our spiel you know yeah Mm -hmm. uh, that really took a lot into that so with good like you guys started uh, in the food truck right we started as a food truck yeah and the food truck (laughs) business uh, I'm not that I, I love business but I'm not that familiar with how uh, how uh, lucrative uh, food truck can be because uh, I mean that's how I can start I can imagine like mm-hmm. yeah. you got short hours you got short season rain um, yeah we had a we had a f- nightmare of a time with our food truck uh, man you gotta tell that story and yeah. you, you, you don't have to disparage the, the, the company that no did. I won't I don't care really, but, but I remember <laughs> I remember talking to you at like your one of your lowest points yeah you were just felt like you're financially like drained yeah. and yeah. emotionally drained yeah. because it was what late into the season yeah it was it was, it was bad when you're you quit your job yeah to do this yeah. and you thought you'd be up and running in yeah. May well I got laid off from my job yeah yeah wink wink yeah <laughs> um so, yeah, we, you know, I, I wanted to, I was happy, you know, I was working at Ingredients, which was a really good job. And, but I think with them, you know, they were, I was making a pretty high salary with them and I don't think they were necessarily doing the numbers to have two high paid like managers and stuff. So there was, I felt it coming mm-hmm. that this might not necessarily be the forever job. Yeah. So there was a lot of discussion, you know, with me being like, someone's got to go, you know? Yeah. So that was okay with me because in my head I was like, I was kind of tired of, you know, doing meat and cheese orders and it didn't really feel morally sound for me. And I put a lot of time in that, in those walls, yeah. you know, like over the years. So, you know, we started when my girlfriend and I traveled, we <clears throat> didn't travel for the sake of traveling. We traveled being like, okay, where's the top spots? How can we make this like research and, you know, getting away. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we, we did lots of traveling. We did, you know, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, uh, New Orleans, you know, all over Canada too. And we just made a list of, you know, top vegan restaurants with the best reviewed products and we go, what's working, you know, (laughs) what's working for brand, what's working for food, what's working for that. So we, we learned a lot in those travels. Right. And just doing lots of research, you know, like running retail is, as long as I did too, mm-hmm. you really start to see when you're looking through catalogs, like, Holy shit, they have this whole side of their business, you know, like these distributors have these specific products. So v- being vegan or, or serving vegan food is easier now than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a lot more, um, reach when it comes to specific um, products that you couldn't get before. Right. Um, plus with good, we're actually in the next two weeks, we're opening up a small vegan grocery in the front of our store, oh, which wow. we'll be serving. We'll be selling the beyond patties for, for home use, huh. uh, jarring all of our original good sauces. Um, right. I'm working with another company out of Richmond, BC. That's going to be doing uh, lots of really cool, healthy mock meats for us. Um, we're going to do some private labeling with those. Um, so it's going to be, you know, it, it's the, the whole transformation of where we are now from a food truck has been, you've diversified. Yeah. We try to get it quickly as possible. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause to me, I just see it as someone else is going to do it. Right. You know, I might, might as well be the guy, have the experience and I had some backing to do it too. So could you made it as just a food truck? You think? No. Well, I think I could have originally with the original business plan, but I'll get it. I'll give you the reader's digest version of kind of what happened with the, f- the food truck. So I, so I, I ordered this food truck and, um, it was supposed to be done by May 26th of 2017. I had a contract written with the date, everything in it. And that's what I, you know, based my, uh, you know, business plan off of as far as my financials. So if I had June, July, August, September into October, 
this is how much money I think I can make. I'll have enough in the bank account to kind of float the business, you know, for the for the off season, and we'll get going early next year. Yeah, you know, by this time, you know, probably could have been out two weeks ago. So June comes around, you know, end of June comes around, still no truck, still no truck. Phoning these guys, send me pictures. No pictures being sent. They're being really yeah, distant. Yeah, they're out of uh, they're out of um, Alex- Alexandria, Ontario. I'll just say it. We'll leave yeah. it at that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I'm getting really stressed out because every day that goes by, this thing's costing me cash. You know what I mean? I have product coming in. Um, you know, I got people standing by, bakers here, this, that, staff this, ready. Yeah, yeah, staff ready. Like it's just really stressful time for for me, especially, and you know, and my partners that you know invested in my you know plan that they this is the financials they saw, this is what they're investing in. So the, to the point where I ended up flying out there. Oh. Uh, so I end up flying to Montreal, and I'm going to show up on their front doorstep to see what, actually what the frig is going on. You never met them until I never even met them. Just right. phone conversations, and um, so I get to Montreal, and I rented a car, and I'm driving from Montreal to Alexandria, and I get a really bad infection in my leg, and um, my leg blows up. It's just like a softball, and so I get to Alexandria. I, I, I phone. I phone my brother. I can't remember who I talked to. I phoned my brother and he was like, you got to talk to, um, you got to phone one of our doctor friends. So I phoned Wakas. I don't know if you know Wakas. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Wakas is that you just got off a plane. That could be a blood clot. You know, you need to go get this checked out. So I'm in this like little French town, you know, really small population, really small hospital. I have no Ontario health care. You know, so I'm waiting in this waiting room in this fucking city, a little town. And, uh, so we're, we're, um, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I waited like 12 hours in this hospital. I didn't even see these guys yet. Um, and, uh, they finally put me on some anti-inflammatories and say, we don't have the technology here to see what's actually going on. You need to go back to Montreal. Like an Amish hotel (laughs) hospital. (laughs) Yeah. They don't, they just didn't know what was going on. So they sent me to McGill in Montreal where I I drove back and I spent a lot of time in McGill for about four days while they're doing tests and like tapping my leg and they're, are they draining you? They're draining fluid and, um, anyways, it ends, it ends up being a blood clot. In my life. And that's serious though. Yeah. So I had to chill for a while until that all kind of settled out. And, and these guys still don't know you're in. Well, I finally went out there on the Friday cause my swelling went down and I went and, you know, I was like, this is bullshit guys. Like I'm not leaving until this truck's done. And then they were like, well, we're not do- we're not lifting up tool if you're in this place for insurance reasons. Oh wow. Yeah. They're just, so I'm in litigation with them right now. Still. Yeah. yeah still. So, um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, trying to cover my loss of sales and, and product and, you know, the, the actual but trip. You finally got trip. it. Well, I got the truck yeah. finally. You said it was uh, they the, completed the truck. They completed that. It was up. very, it was very shoddy work. You know, I had some electrical issues, like pretty much fried or told circuit board, blew up some compressors and fans and my, it was, it was a nightmare huh. and, um, they just, they don't feel that they're at fault and blah, 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 blah. So. And you ended up parking it. Yeah. So then what happened, we actually, so we got the truck end of July. I got, you know, we had to, we had to fit it our own ourself with things, you know, that we personally needed in the truck and get it deckled, which took time and stuff like that. So it wasn't just the truck got here and you get going, you have to get through all these inspections, which I'm going through right now. Every year the city makes you get a gas fire health inspection, which is great. And, uh, but you know, when you're that far behind, they don't get you in right now. You don't have to wait a day here, wait a week here. So it's not out yet. It's coming out right away. Yeah, we, we're good. I have my last inspection. Uh, we're, we're so far <laughs> you know, ahead of the game now that, yeah. that we're, our first day will be Monday out. So. Okay. Well, and the beauty is that you have your storefront and yep. the food truck. So is there, you're not relying on pure revenue. No. From yeah. So it, we got the cash for now. But at the same time, I, you know, our next schedule, I have all my truck staff on there. So right. you know, I want to make sure that, you know, they're scheduled and they're making money because yeah. my employees are still 
you know, relying on me to pay their, pay their rent relative. or mortgage or whatever yeah. car payments. So, you know, it, there's, it, there's lots of pressure as a, as a business owner, you know, not just for your sake and your business sake, but yeah. you know, you, you know, I have, like I said, I have, uh, I'll probably have 28 people by the end of next week. Yeah. I think. You're carrying the livelihood of 20 people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you know, a bigger deal than just, it is. And it's, you know, and I really, it's not a mom and pop shop anymore. No, no, no. And it's growing. And it, 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 the thing is, it'll be a seasonal, it'll be a kind of a seasonal bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then come winter, it'll chill out again. But so. the year, you're getting two more months, pretty much. Yeah. Well, we're had. hoping to run it now because we have a prep facility, which was yeah. a big challenge, too, that I found that we have such a giant menu. I, I If I had a time machine, I would have cut it in half. So that, truck-wise. Yeah. Have, so this summer, you will cut that Yeah, out. we're cutting it. Not in half. We're quartering it. Quartering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big thing. It's like, don't give me all the choice <laughs> on a food truck because... Yeah. It just says, oh, this is going to take forever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I'd rather, give me three things and make them Well, just we're not doing three. Different. We're doing 12 this year. Oh, my but God. But it's a big complaint about all the food trucks in town is that they are taking too long. Like, take, yeah, yeah ours don't take long. Our food gets up really quick. Our truck now, with the amount of work we've put in, is like one of the nicest trucks you'll see, man. It's a huge it's, line. It's massive. Yeah, it's a, a big truck. truck. Yeah, it's got a, it? it's like, yeah, well, I saw last year parked outside of Thrive. Thrive, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we teamed up with Thrive, which was great. Are you they, doing it again this year? No, we're going we, we're gonna to do a schedule, um, a schedule, a weekly schedule with the truck. Yeah. So we're doing nine mile a couple times, three treasures a couple times a week, and we're hoping to team up with Thrive again for a couple times a week. We're just kind of hashing out some We details. had the food truck Fridays in front of our building. Yeah, man, like that. We're, our Fridays are open right now, so that's perfect. Like, why don't we yeah. get something? Because we used to schedule food truck Fridays, but then the association said that they couldn't rely on guys showing up. Then, so we couldn't promote it because we were promoting it with yeah. them. And then the, from the police station all the way to the K plus S. Yeah, I, I would love like guys. that. Would be great for us if we could do something like that. that. District just closed down. Yeah, but you know, it's just a, a restaurant graveyard for that place. But yeah. there's only Saigon and nothing else. So yeah. people are well. We we you know like there's so many options. Like it's yeah. you know like you just start discussing details. It's just like take forever. But like I we're down. We're down to promote our business. We're yeah. down to pull that truck downtown, and then when it's gone in the winter, where the truck go? Well, we have a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, so it's really going to be a like a huge billboard for us all summer totally. to really start promoting the business to people that don't come to that in a town, right? Because people in the north end probably have no idea it exists. People in the west end probably have no idea we mm-hmm. exist. Now, I'm just, you know, as far as the vegan and vegetarian community, yeah, you know, they're they're definitely. Uh, I'm so thankful because they're mm-hmm. so supportive. And, uh, they love the food, you know? So as long as we keep that going, but I can't just rely on the food that, no, that community, you know what I mean? I really have to. And my, the whole point with it was to push to everyone, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like to you and you, you know, oh, it's getting, I, I, I said, I can't like, I, I should talk a lot of the food trucks yeah, because I always said food trucks have to be three things. One of three things to me yeah. they have to be fast. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Or unique. Yeah. And I don't care if we're fast and unique. Exactly. We're not cheap and I never want to be cheap, but that's the thing. There are some food trucks out there that are not unique Yeah, and they're expensive. And you're like, you're giving me just a taco, like a burrito. I can make it home. Mm -hmm. And you're just trying to margin off of this stuff because you want to drive a Range Rover. Like, (laughs) but I don't mind if you're doing something unique. That's hard to Mm -hmm. find, hard to get. Like you got to dig into this because it's getting cold. This is the last one. This is the one that I've been excited to try because I wish it's, this is case. So this product is definitely better. Fresh, fresh, but I can tell that there's a crispy, yeah, yeah, crunchy skin. It's, yeah, it's that's like a KFC our, uh, uh, cr- big yeah. crunch combo here. Yeah, so that's one of our fried chicken <laughs> oh, yeah. sandwiches. So that's the classic chicken. That's so uh, this is the one that a lot of people talk about. This is a very popular sandwich. It's super simple, but it's a fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> Travis, you look like you're perplexed. What is it? <laughs> it's a non-GMO vegetable protein isolate. Um, it's got potato starch in it. It's oh, got okay. uh, um, soy fiber. I don't even know what a non-protein isolate means. I, they just it's they can extract pro, like isolate the proteins from high um, high protein vegetables is what, what they do. Mm. So this is a product that uh, a friend of mine makes out in Richmond, BC, and sends it to us. Hmm. It's a specialty product. Do you have to bread it yourself? Yeah, we do uh, everything ourselves. So it just looks uh, like a naked chicken breast. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all deformed or are they all the same shape? Uh, they're, it's hit or miss, yeah. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. No. The more rustic it looks to us. That, no, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder, yeah. did they, they're trying to make it look like it's all different shapes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Pur- yeah, purposely. 
Because yeah. McDonald's tried to do, like, they have, with their nuggets, yeah. they say they have the, the shoe, <laughs> the bell, and the, the, the wedge or something like that. And they're supposed to look like they're all just, like, random yeah, but, chicken yeah. chunks. Yeah, I guess it's the same type of idea. But ours <laughs> doesn't have chicken eyes and beaks in it. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. It's <clears throat> vegan mayo. It's, uh, it's like a vegan kind of cross between a brioche and a Kaiser bun. So that uh, does this one have cheese on it? No, that one doesn't have cheese. The, but the um, the cheeseburger did. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. What is the cheese? Well, again, there's certain things I don't like to discuss. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Like, we, but it is a it is like a fake. It is like a yeah. Vegan we don't cheese. like there. Yeah, it's a vegan cheese. Um, yeah, like the big thing is we we have no problems, but we just spent a lot of time sourcing certain things, <clears> and you know, it's I wish I would have had someone just tell me what you should get but I didn't I had to go spend thousands of dollars traveling figuring out what is the best products to pair up with our food right so that's really funny because I always wondered I was just I don't know where I was we'll be selling it at the store all this stuff I was in a restaurant the other day Mm -hmm. I was like in the 80s to come up with something original you kind of had to come up with it yourself because you just have like a a joy of cooking cookbook and that's it (laughs) there's no internet but today (laughs) if I had to start a restaurant I would probably Search Go- Google some <laughs> European yeah. restaurant yeah. and just see what everybody's dying about. Yeah. And then yeah. I'd Google, somebody's got to go, this is the secret to that Camara food uh, burger out in London, England. Yeah. And figure out how to make that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's definitely a time of, of obviously the internet where information is at mm-hmm. your fingertips and it's hard to really, um, I think it's hard to really have a purely original idea any, mm-hmm. anymore. I think it even works like that with music. You know, everyone's inspired by someone. Or if you're a comedian, sure. you're, you know, you, you've been inspired. And you're probably pulling something because I think as humans, we mimic a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think we have a really original idea. And I, one thing I always tell people is, like, I'm not trying to be this, like, chef, Mm-hmm. You know, and compete with, you know, the Nathans and the Dales and mm-hmm. the Justins. And those guys are amazing chefs that really understand food, especially within their certain, I don't know, genre mm-hmm. or types of cuisine. But me, I'm just trying to make comfort food, man. Like, I'm just, I just want to be a guy that, you know, that can create a, a business or a franchise so I can go make beats. You know what I mean? Or, you know, scratch records and, and spend time with my, my gal and my dogs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, our, our food is, it, it really is simple food. We're just replacing certain key items in it with different types of protein. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I can't get over it. Like it, there's like, it looks like a stringy chicken. Yeah. yeah, no, and it tastes not much different. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, if somebody said, yeah, the chicken's a little off today, I'd be like, yeah, but it's still chicken. <laughs> yeah. This would be what it would taste like. Uh, what did you say earlier, Chris, that it's a... Uh, uh, it's got as much protein as regular meat yeah. or more oh, protein. Yeah. No, I, it, it depends what the beef, uh, the beyond beef patty actually are the veggie patty has more protein than the beyond beef has 24 grams of protein, the veggie patty. Oh. And then the beyond patty is, uh, is 20 grams of protein. And this stuff is gram for gram hmm. uh, as much as chicken. Yeah. It's pure vegetable based protein, mm-hmm. which is super easy for your body to absorb. Now, again, I'm not saying this food is, you should, ditch everything and start eating this every yeah. day. Like, you know, some of it is fried. We, we, you know, we use non-hydrogenated canola oils. We try and be as whole food derived as possible. But at the same time, our only, our main mission is to recreate that comfort, mm-hmm. that fanfare. So I think if people can look at us in that light, you know, like, like why don't you have more gluten-free options? Why don't we have more salads? Why have, like, well, you can get a vegan salad because most vegan salads are vegan <laughs> anywhere. You know what I mean? Anywhere. Yeah. You know, even McDonald's will make you a vegan salad. So do you have a salad on the menu? Yeah, we have a Caesar and we have a summer salad we're throwing on, um, but they don't sell. <laughs> don't, our Caesar salad People don't come there for that. Can you do a chicken Caesar salad? We do have one on our menu. Yeah. 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 So we do like, we do, we do like a three piece chicken. So that kind of stuff, but just in a different shape, same breading, uh, with fries and gravy and coleslaw. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody said you had wings. 
Yeah, we do like a vegan chicken wing. Yeah, like boneless chicken wing. No, it's got a piece of bamboo in the middle, so it's no. like eating. yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like eating, and we do like a like a dilly ranch dip. We, we make in house, yeah. That's amazing. You gotta come try those, man. That's crazy. What's your fate? What's the the? What are you excited about putting on the menu coming up in the next year here? What we're doing actually by next week is we're doing coconut scrimp. What's, what's yeah? So it's like a fake shrimp. Yeah. What's uh, what's gonna be in it? <laughs> we're just gonna do a really good tempura coconut style scrimp, little basket of it, with like <laughs> so a dipping scrimp, sauce. Yeah. But what's that? Is it just like a? It, again, it's a, a faux a, shrimp. It's a not. It's a. It's a. It. It's a faux shrimp. It tastes like shrimp. Looks like shrimp. There's actually, got a tail. Yeah, it's got a tail. It's got a paprika tail. It's got a seaweed extract in it. It's healthy binding starches. It's like it spongy kind of like spongy. Yeah, absolutely, dude. You got to try it. I wish I would have brought one of those for you, but I just didn't. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. You tested it out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our our tempura scrimp now is amazing because we do a Baja scrimp taco. So now you're doing the coconut one. Now we're doing a coconut one. Yeah. Man, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I've always said, well, not my voice, my roommate once told me, she's like, shrimp turned her off one day when she started thinking that they're just like giant skin balls. With poop in them. <laughs> just like, just yeah. if you think about it, just being like a big ball of skin yeah. that you're eating. And I'm like, yeah, I can still go. Yeah, I can still go for shrimp. Hey, man, I eat a lot of shrimp in my day. And, right. and that's, like I said, when I, when I have these conversations with people, it's like, I'm not against the taste of meat. I'm not against it yeah i'm against i'm against what it what it takes to get to your table that's what i'm against um shrimp fishing is like murdering our oceans man it's just the it's they're not just catching shrimp man they're catching turtles and dolphins and and they're it's a net net. and the thing is those nets those nets fall off the boat they don't give a fuck they live there they float the oceans forever and you you see it on what i'm telling you is not like i'm not bullshitting you it exists (laughs) like it's actually happening you can google it i think most of us choose to turn a blind eye obviously you know what and i did for for long too i didn't understand it okay so you're living this uh, this is a question i always want to ask you you're living the 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 vegan life now Mm -hmm. and i know that like it's kind of like shedding a religion, like the yeah. everything in the past. Because I noticed you drove, you're driving a new vehicle, you yeah. got rid of the Infinity. Yeah. Is that, is the new one leather? No leather. See, and so yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I, I, I made a conscious, very conscious choice not to get leather. So, and it sucks because I hate it. I hate <laughs> it because you can't get good options. Because this is like, they're like, well, our lower end option has no leather. I'm like, yeah, that's the one I want. But, but I, I want it with all the options. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like this, yeah, it's shitty Tesla. What, you got like t- a roll down window? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's, it's still got a ton of options. I, the reason why I traded, the big reason why I traded the Infinity is I just needed the extra space. space yeah. Yeah. Because I'm doing so much running around right now. Yeah. So, um, but you know, there's lots of vehicles that are like vegan friendly. You know, yeah. The Prius is, um, what about, what about other leather goods in your life? None, none. So I've, you don't I've, have the shoes. I, 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 I cause you had a lot of leather shoes. You, you were kind of like a leather guy. You look not like- all uh, leather shoes. I had a lot of leather shoes. I ditched the leather shoes over the last maybe five years. I started just Give them away. So what? what your your I get, cloth and canvas. I don't even. Know yeah. What no. You know what though, man? It's not that hard. Like I go to Momentum and see what's going Man, he's like, this has nothing. This is just like this. I just ordered. I just got it in, like last week. A pair of vegan Doc Martens. They make. Think they market them as vegan. Yeah, vegan Doc Martens. Wow. Yeah, they're amazing. They look like leather. Actually, I was teaching today, or I was teaching this whole Met class at Holy yeah. Cross this afternoon, and this kid, I, I love that he brought it up. He goes. Hey man, I didn't want to really say anything in front of like everybody, but like you talk about like how you don't want to, you know, all this animal activism stuff. And he's like, well, you have like leather shoes on. I was like, they're vegan, man. The vegan Doc Martens. You can Google them right now. You can and buy one on Amazon. That guy just straight he's up. like, oh shit, man. He's like, those are cool. I'm going to oh, buy a nice. pair. Yeah. So he yeah. was cool about it. Yeah. No, it's. What's the hardest thing? Because. I don't live a life with huge sacrifices. I think my biggest sacrifice is not drinking a pop every day. Yeah. But like, what's the biggest thing that you kind of find? Okay. Like if I have to stick to my gut, it is, it is tough, man. Like again, like the conditioning's still in me, but all I have to really do is think about what I've seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's so much, uh, so much you can go out and look at at your fingertips. You know, like Mm -hmm. if you go on Netflix right now, you know, there's cowspiracy, there's food Inc. There's Mm -hmm. what the health there's a a one. If you really can stomach it is, is called earthlings. Um, that one was like, that was it for me, man. Really? Yeah. Just it's, it's devastating and it's a reality. And I know a lot of people do turn a blind eye to the amount of pain and suffering that 
other sentient life forms, just like you and me go through, Mm -hmm. you, you start to build, and I'm not saying that you guys aren't empathetic or compassionate people because it's not, not really, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I think it's important, you know, that we understand that we're all connected somehow and that we as a human species are really the gatekeepers of what happens on this planet because we're the only one that can consciously make a decision that isn't derived purely from prey or survival, right? Mm -hmm. We're, we're about abundance and comfortability. Yeah. And for me to have to cut something so small as of just not Mm -hmm. eating meat or cheese or egg is a pretty small sacrifice for something I think is a lot bigger and very important, you know, and that, and I'm not trying to get super serious about it, but you know, it's, to me now it's, it's been long enough, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not, you know, it's not a challenge anymore, but trust me, man, there's been a lot of, there's been slip ups, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, I, I, I crave cheese still, you know, <laughs> like there's nothing better than that know, cheese is pretty good yeah. yeah. in, in, in certain applications, yeah. you know what I mean? Like but you can't melt that on a pizza. It's yeah. not going to do the same. Probably thing. couldn't take a big slice out of a big, no, but there is some good, really cool products out there <laughs> that we are going to be bringing in. It will be great for like charcuterie boards and stuff like that. Could, so you could get melt a, a vegan cheese. You can melt it. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's not the same. Like, I, I haven't found anything. Would it be like melting on like a shopping bag on. <laughs> yeah, <bread>. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't have the same mouthfeel and stuff, yeah. but you know what? They're working on it. Yeah. It's just takes time. time. Do you yeah. pay attention to what happened? It's happening in the whole 3d printing world of like printing proteins and uh, being able to make fake meat. Yeah. Not super close, but I, I, I know of it and I know yeah. that it's happening and uh, they're getting closer to recreating like mm-hmm. with actual proteins to create and, um, well, and there's, create a burger. And well, there's, Mem- there's Memphis meats, which Richard Bronson's heavily invested in, which is like Petri dish grown. Yeah. Meat. That's so, which is pretty crazy to me. Um, but then, so you have nothing against that if it's just, you know, my main, you know, as, as a vegan, I don't feel like I need it. Mm-hmm. And until we have it and it's readily available, I'm going to keep promoting a vegan lifestyle because right. that's the drastic change that we need right now. It needs to be now. Mm-hmm. And, and for me to just kind of be like, oh yeah, that's cool. And that's cool. And this is like, it's good that they're doing that. No, like we need people to start making decisions so today. The, the key difference would be plant-based versus manufactured manufactured but even with the manufacturing <clears throat> i don't know a lot of the byproduct of it yet i've done some reading um but obviously the environmental impact and the ethical impact isn't there right mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's very important to me especially the ethical part like i eth- ethical eating is very important to me mm-hmm. i'm i would say i'm a very unhealthy vegan i'm not vegan because it's i didn't do it for the health reason yeah i did it for the one that's your reason yeah. the environmental so you know people look at don't look at me as a shining example you know but so there what, is people out there that i know you know like chris kendall you know rod advantage he's he was a, he's a skateboarder from here he's got it you can check him out uh, uh it's called just google rod advantage chris kendall um, very brilliant guy. He's a holistic nutritionist, raw vegan. And he's chef. a high level. Vegan. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he's very well known. Um, there's, there's lots of people out there in this community that are doing so a lot of health based stuff. What's rank? Are there levels of vegans out there? I, Is I, it like I, level I, one to, I don't know, man. I'm like, five? I'm like that. Like, I'm like the total opposite of probably most like hippie vegans, man. Like I, I live a pretty normal lifestyle other than I just don't eat and meat. Still, like, I still, still like to drink still a lot. Like party, yeah. Yeah. I like to party like, and like, I like to have fun and, yeah. and do that. Stuff. <laughs> That's my biggest thing about like, and I don't think I bundle vegans into the whole kind of health mm-hmm. craze that's mm-hmm. going, it's, they're kind of separate, but at the same time, they're the same, but the, the people, cause obviously I don't drink and I don't, yeah. I, I party like from a DJ standpoint, but it's not yeah. like, I remember one time at tequila, you were like, you're on another level and you're yeah. pumped and the whole party was going good. Yeah. And then I was playing and then you're like, Al, you gotta come after party with us. Yeah. And I remember looked at you and I just kind of gave you this kind of like, what? And you're like, Oh yeah, no man, you don't want to come after. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's and I was just like, no, you don't want to see me there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure there's lots of people out there that have definitely after party with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a saint. Like I'll yeah. tell you that much, and I've never anybody who knows me knows that about me. Mm-hmm. I still like to live my life I, I find as I would. The only difference is, is I don't supporter by animal. <laughs> that's that's really, if you want to, you don't even have to call me a vegan. I'm just a normal guy that doesn't 
do that one thing. Yeah, and everybody <laughs> has that specific. I always found it interesting. There's people who have a cause, right? Like, yeah. I know you, animal activism is yeah. is a cause. My sister and Sifo voice been like, yeah, Chris is really kind of aggressive on Facebook with his posts. I am, yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I feel I'm like super passionate about it. Man. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I really don't, I can't, it's one of those issues I just can't stand, sit around. And, yeah, and, and it's, sure it's it. your passion. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, I have lots of passions. It's not, like I said, that's very important to me and it's definitely the number one in my life is, is advocacy for, yeah. um, for animals. Absolutely. We're destroying this fucking planet yeah. and we're destroying species and replacing it with other domestic species for what? Like, it's just not worth it. At the end of the day, whether you're a businessman or just a hippie vegan, if you stuck the, our statistics of our food system into an Excel spreadsheet, we're always in the red, man. We're always in yeah. the red. What we're doing cannot sustain, especially with the population growth. Now, people might argue the population growth is the problem. How do we feed this many people? 10 billion people by yeah. X, you know, whatever. <clears throat> this is the solution. It has, but, we just, yeah. but we just have to... We have to take it in. Now, that's why veganism is on the rise. People are getting more conscious to it. That's why companies like Impossible and Beyond Meat and Memphis Meats and all these companies are getting huge, huge, huge influxes of cash and investment from guys like um, Bill Gates. Gates yeah. And uh, even even um, even other meat companies are investing in plant-based. Like uh, tight, um, Maple Leaf just bought Field Roast, which is a massive uh, vegan company. Right. Uh, uh, Danone, the, the odor company, owns like a like huge chunk of... Um, uh, or Tyson owns a big chunk of Beyond Meat. And Tyson Chicken Yeah, and they're, they, so all these... Even they're businessmen, right? Yeah, they, we're yeah. in business. Our business. They're is not doing it from an ethical standpoint. They're no, doing they're, they're doing it from a number standpoint. Yeah. So well, like Exxon and all the big oil companies are buying sustainable, re- renewable energy. Yeah. A friend of mine's really high up at Shell, and you know talks about the amount of bank that Shell has invested for the potential growth of, of sustainable and renewable. Yeah. It's, huh. it's massive, but the thing is, they don't touch it because it doesn't make fiscal sense right now. Exactly. But they're so, investing. But it yeah. will. It will. So, yeah. I mean, the majority of vegans must do it from an ethical standpoint, though. Yeah, like, I think so. Not for just health reasons. But there's right? a lot of, I, I, you know, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people daily. And it's sometimes it's exhausting, you know what I mean? Because I have my standpoint, they have theirs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just because we're living the same lifestyle doesn't mean we Sometimes veganism is a brand. Of, yeah. It is like who you are and people want you to yeah. know. And that's just like... Veganism, vegans and uh, CrossFitters yeah. have the same yeah. kind of, well, they need to let you know. Yeah, I, and I, you know what, I, I get that too, but I'm very proud to be a vegan. And the thing is, the reason why we do talk about it is because we want to share, mm-hmm. you know, because we want to answer, we want to be able to answer questions, you know yeah. what I mean? In the hopes that you would go to, you know, I think I mean? for the, like, I'm just a guy and I'm just an average dude in the middle who just thinks everything's funny. Yeah. And well, I think, I, I think shit's funny too. But I think the, the thing about <laughs> vegans and CrossFit are I don't want bundling the two of them together. It's I think when you grew up and you're kind of like, oh man, now we've just got all the religious people to calm the shit and not talk about it. Yeah. And all of a sudden you turn around and all of a sudden your friends are doing the same thing yeah, except yeah. vegans, uh, veganism and CrossFit. That, <laughs> that, like, oh man, I could get deep into that conversation right now about about our about reality. Mm-hmm. Reality is the one word I would use with any argument when it comes to that. Well, I don't like, I totally think I'm in the wrong by just being lazy about the certain things. And I, I, I do. And I put it on my 2018 thing is for 2018 to eat one week. Yeah, as a vegetarian. Yeah, and I've never done one that. week. It's I know you're you're more vegetarian than I am, despite your hockey player build. <laughs> you, yeah, that's you look more like a meat eater than I do. But yeah, yeah I'm the biggest meat eater. Yeah, and I've I've gotten my cigarettes. I've, I've gotten big on vegan diets. Like I've done yeah. it. Like I've done it before. It's just you know. Oh, there's b- vegan bodybuilders. Oh, it's huge! Well, yeah. the Olympic, the guy that won the Olympics, Summer Olympics last time for really? um, whatever that bar lift thing is, snatches, snatches. He was vegan. Really? Yeah, I don't know his name. I can't remember, but I'm sure you can look it up. Yeah, Trav is a lot more of a health nut. His dad is has Parkinson's, so okay. he's really big on clean eating, and yeah. you run that big um, Lowe's in Motion fundraiser, That's which is amazing. all about fundraiser. Yeah. It's like a 1,000-person yeah. fundraiser yeah. for 10 years, 
And so you've really tried to adopt a cleaner lifestyle. And I wasn't a super bad eater, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, because he's not living with me. I'm yeah, it's going to be a lot easier for you. And I guess it's more from a health standpoint, not as yeah. much ethical. So, you know, reducing chemical uh, use in yeah. anything and yeah. clean eating, plant-based eating. Dude, I, um, you're on the... You're, I, yeah, we have a lot of natural-based cleaning product products. So speaking of which, our laundry is done and we should make sure that uh, we see if the clothes got clean on that stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure they got kind of clean. <laughs> I use that shit too. It's like fuck. Yeah, so don't really try to scrub turd off the toilet with like this natural product. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just give worse. me, just give me the abrasive, man. Come yeah. on, I don't care if I'm breathing it. No, but that stuff's just important too, man. Even as on a vegan standpoint, a lot of these bigger companies do a lot of animal testing, and a lot of these more natural companies don't. You know, yeah. they're smaller; they don't need to, and that's part of their you know their brand identity as well as being environmental and ethical and all that other stuff too. So, I, yeah, on that point, it's and it's healthier for you. That shit soaks into your pores. Yeah, you know, when you're sure. breathing it in. And yeah, all it wasn't until like one of my friends just mentioned issues, like when I just said I was using like Vaseline intensive care, just like whatever lotion I have is like what I put on yeah. my face, and she's like. Dude, you're just like rubbing cancer in your face. Yeah. And I just didn't realize. But look at how young like, you look. Oh, yeah. But I think it's from not drinking alcohol. You don't drink coffee either. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. No, I just drink my tears. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we, have these, we have these Filipinos that are in our building and they don't drink alcohol either. And they look super young and they're your age. I think it just, I'm not saying for the broad spectrum of it all, but I just find that Asians look young for a lot. Longer and then they hit. They they always said until you hit like sixty five or seventy, and, then it's and, like, then just, and it's like <laughs> your honor. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, people don't really know that I'm actually seventy four. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised by how old you are most days. I always have to remind myself. Well, I look at I I keep saying I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, like I feel you like really I'm better shape. <laughs> I feel like in better shape than I have, have ever been. And yeah. I said I'm turning thirty nine right away, and yeah. I, I think that that's about eleven tax returns. Away from being a fifty-year-old person, yeah, that's a funny way to look at it. Yeah, or eleven dentist visits, yeah, or six if you go at the rate that I go. But uh, that's like, so funny. It's it's just a weird way to look at it. And life yeah. just goes by so quick, and it I does. Yeah. I totally commend you for you know making a purpose out of you know the business that you're doing, and it, mm-hmm. it you can see it really drives you. It's one of those things that you some know, days. Some days it does. Ah, uh, but it's yeah. got to be cool going to work every day, like you said, being passionate about it, going to work, uh, introducing it to people that yeah, maybe haven't thought about that for before. Sure. And yeah. it is, it is, uh, it's definitely. I don't know. I never <clears throat> thought I would do that in my life. Mm-hmm. I never really wasn't twelve or thirteen years old and being like, I'm gonna. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing I want to talk about is like <laughs> the the phases of Chris Cole because yeah. talking to people who know you, they're like, yeah, I knew Chris Cole when he was like thuggy hip hop guy. <laughs> I still and am then, in my heart still thuggy hip hop guy. Yeah, and then like, then I, like, like I I want to snap on people constantly <laughs> and pull up my strap, but it's, I just it doesn't it didn't do well for but me. But now you're like Namaste DD Yoga. No, I don't. I'm not even that guy, and I think that's the. You still go to the gym? Uh, I no, dude. I'm. Like oh, yeah, I, I work, fully, I yeah. fucking work all the time. Right, I I really need to get take care of myself better. I, you know, it's it's. I know you look the business fell apart, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> still the handsomest guy in this room. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> look at this guy. Look at this guy. Um, no, but I I'm not like I said. I'm not a really. I'm not a spiritual guy. I'm not yeah. a religious guy. Um, you just have a, a, a ethical pulse. I think I just I I don't even think it's yeah. You can call. It, I think we just label it because that's as humans we need to label things because that's yeah. how we communicate. Yeah. People hate being labeled too. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't, you know, I, I definitely don't mind being labeled as a vegan or an advocate. That's yeah. that's totally fine. But you know, you know me, like I, I love music. I love playing music. I love yeah. DJing. I, you know, I love my dogs. I love. And there's lots of things that I love other than you know just veganism. And you're not so worried about it that you only decided to hang out with a certain community. No, man, I, I hang out with everyone. <laughs> you, had, you, had, you had Charlie Clark in there. You yeah, Brad Wall's daughter. You got Brad Wall coming yeah. in there. And I, you know what? I don't believe with I don't believe in Brad Wall's political standpoint, but, but he's actually a really nice guy, man. And he gave that's me it. Bad props for so. sure. He is. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'm not I'm not that vegan. I'm not like I said. I'm not a yogi. I'm not a namaste guy. Uh, but if you're that type of person, good on you. You know. So I feel like I think we all have mutual friends who are kind of namaste guys. Stand yeah, paddleboard guys thrive in the day. Yeah, cocaine at night. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's half yeah. That pretty much that sums, that sums me up. Yeah, I don't know how many how many guys I've seen <laughs> bowing at me and 
at, and there, there's like namaste and everything is so like about like naturopathic stuff and then at night you just know what they're up to man and it's like eight balls I, I you know I'm, I think I believe in you know I do believe in capitalism if it's done sustainably and it's done responsibly I think there's a level of everything I want to be a successful business owner you know that's that's definitely a drive that I have um, but it's a drive because I know I can grow this business yeah. if, if it's fis- fiscally doing well right yeah. so that is definitely I'm a business owner first and foremost when I go to work. Yeah. Now it's great. I can think that way and know that what I'm putting that energy into as far as, as a business owner is a good moral business plan. And, um, my goal over the next five years is to, is to grow this business. We already have interest in Vancouver and Edmonton. It's, and it's a unique niche, man. I feel like, like, yeah, obviously you can go there. Like Regina, I feel is just right for it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, you know, maybe in the next year or two, I, I just need to get staff in place and management yeah, in place I'm, so I can step away from I the day to day kind of. Cooking. Well, you need to create the systems. It's like a franchise. You, you read, yeah. uh, the E-Myth. Have you ever read the E-Myth? Mm-hmm. You got to read that. It's talking about basically creating a franchise model. Absolutely, and that's how you should be running every every business. Every business you just clone it and stamp it. Yeah, Yeah. that's the goal. And the thing is, I'm I have I've always kind of struggled with with learning in general. You know, like I'm I I have really bad ADD. Uh, You know, I've had I've had dyslexia my whole life. It's been really hard. I'm not a really studious person. I've been more of a creative person and a doer, you know, like put me in a social setting or in a job, I'll do my best, you know? Um, so it's been tough for me on the, on the control end and on the, you know, like the inventory end and running the business on just the, like the book end, you know, I had, How much hire, I, had I had to hire a bookkeeper because I'm just, oh, too yeah, yeah. Oh, with a business, like that. Travis is a bookkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> two guys. Yeah. Four guys. It's just too much. Like I, I get my, I just see stars and get dizzy when I have to think of stuff like and that. And do, like, do what you're good at. Totally. Absolutely. And I, that's where I am right now. That's why I'm lucky to have, you know, the management staff I have. We were talking about Jillian and, you know, my girlfriend's helped out so much with, you know, just with photography and helping me like write posts and stuff yeah. because I write posts. I'm just like, I, I don't want to write a post. Like I'm just yeah. like, it's, I'm thinking about grammar and spelling and I'm like, that's not what I'm about. I'm well, you spelled with, it. You spelled the name of your restaurant. I know I spelled it. (laughs) (laughs) I spell. If you look at the menu, I I spell lots of things wrong. (laughs) But again, no, that I think that's part of me. You know, that's what I really wanted to put into my branding was spelling things kind of funny. Like you know, I spell pickles P I C K. Uh, L Z, you know what I mean, and chicken, and chicken. I spell C H I C K N apostrophe. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like things are, it's just it's it's a to, it's a dyslexic per, person's yeah. dream. You know what I mean to just kind of have fun with the ebonics and kind of pop culture references. Yeah, and, and the, then and the, the, cool. the design of the brand fits it too. Yeah, totally it's fun. And we just you know we bump Neon Steve and Small Town mixes all day. Yeah. And that's part of me too, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the music that I love, and this is the, the, the type audience. of absolutely. So it's just kind of I try to extend my creativity as me into my brand. Yes, you know? yeah, I was just gonna say it's cool. Like uh, when you now now when I look at your business, it's a pure reflection of who you are. Yeah, yeah, I'm t- I'm a mess, man. It's just like <laughs> you're not a mess. Yeah, it's all good though. It's uh, we are it's at my fun. hour mark, and sure. I want to just make sure people know where this. I don't know how small or big this podcast will be i'm hoping that people in saskatoon listen to it or saskatchewan i just want people to know where they can find it uh well our new location is 2917 early drive just tucked in that nice little lake yeah how do you how do you get there yeah brever park just really go to holy cross and then go a block over and then then you're there and um we're next to that saskatoon loves pilates and that uh, jasper dance studio it used to be a 49 cent video yes that was there yeah the 49 cent video funny story is it used to say point 49 cent video (laughs) so it's technically half (laughs) half a cent (laughs) (laughs) it's so good that's hilarious um yeah anyways